You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yeah, we're the only people dumb enough to actually put statistics next to our predictions here every single week on the Mackie and Judd OG version of Write That Down and on the Purple Daily football version of Write That Down. And gentlemen, here's how it works. We'll just get right into the rules here. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And if you want to be like Mike and participate, you can send Declan a message through the Score North app and we'll get you scheduled to be part of the show here. So um, I feel like we've been very twins heavy in our predictions lately because the twins are rocking and rolling here. We got our Vikings, a lot of Vikings predictions uh, for the week one game against Tampa Bay here and uh, a pretty tightly contested battle. Judd, you've had at one point a 100 point batting average lead that just dwindled all the way down to like six points or something. How do you feel here going into into the uh, the fall months. It's a long season. It's a long season. I didn't expect um, a 100-point lead to keep up. I think I did that a few years ago, and that's not a sustainable model for success. And okay, so Brian Dozier. It's a very long year. All my mistakes have been, just to be incredibly clear, easily correctable. And so I've reviewed a lot of film. Okay, I've Cliff given Kingsbury. this a lot of thought. And um, I still feel good. I still feel good. I still feel like I've been slumping a bit, but... You know what? That's going to take place. I actually did have a closed door, write that down, meeting with myself last week in which okay. we shut the doors. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. <laughs> that's good. Um, that's good that you guys are at least, you know, trying to right the ship here. You and you write that down a team lot of, of dirty assistants laundry, and consultants. Phil. A lot of dirty laundry day are out. Well, let's get started with the accountability session, and then we'll get to the predictions. Plus, we also, on today's show, have a random Minnesota Athlete of the Week, so be on the lookout. Oh, look at Judd. Not bad for Judley here. couple green predictions here. You said the Twins would put in at least one claim on one of the Angels players. So they did put a claim in on, I think, three Angels players. You reported three. Three. Yep. So kind of kind of a bunt here, because obviously like they're not just going to not put a claim in on that more. So, but it's fine. Play the system. You said the Gophers would beat Nebraska in the opener. Came right down to the wire. Little game-winning field goal. Ugly football game. Big ten football. The Gophers averaged like three yards a play or something in that game. Yep. But they did throw the ball, which encourages me that they actually were uh, passing a a bit more. And it looks like PJ might be going away from the run, run, run constantly. I think the run game needs to be better, but um, I did like the fact that they allowed um, the quarterback to throw the ball. Yeah. Kaliak Manis. Kaliak Manis. Kaliak Manis. Kaliak Manis. Say that 10 times. No. My goof up. <laughs> okay. My, my goof up. <laughs> All right. I had uh, a few bad ones here for sure. I said Buxton will hit a bomb for the Saints last Wednesday. Hmm. 
no, that did not happen. Said the Gophers would run the ball despite the claims of changing the offense, that they'd run the ball at least 35 times against Nebraska. They did run the ball 25 times, but I think the running clock actually prevented them from getting to 35 runs in this game. Because mm. it's like the games are quicker. There's 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 fewer snaps taking place because the clock is running. So uh, I said the Heat. Well, this is another one where I just screwed myself with an unnecessary endpoint. The Heat will acquire a player by September 1st who makes at least $30 million a year. But my guy, Dylan Floro, I said, would bounce back after a terrible outing a couple weeks ago with at least three consecutive scoreless appearances. I think he's up to five consecutive scoreless appearances. Very nice. A man that has uh, some good postseason experience. Okay, listeners had nothing come off the board this week. Declan, kind of a rough week. Yeah. You said the Twins would claim Matt Moore. They put a request to claim Matt Moore, but they did not claim Matt Moore. Uh, you said Trevor Larnick would be recalled by the Twins within the next two weeks. You tried to sneak a bunt here with the roster expanding. A bunt. It wasn't a bunt oh, by man. any means. He actually was struggling by the time this prediction was made. It, you guys chastised me for it, and it didn't happen. It wasn't a bunt by any means. It was just an out. What's that sound? An out. Oh, it's the buzzer. <laughs> Uh, you said Joey Gallo would be DFA'd at some point in the month of August. No, that was that should be a green. Very much. Uh, and then you did make up for a little bit by saying the Twins would have a winning record for the month of August, All and right. they were uh, four games above five hundred yeah. in August. Nice little month for the Twinks. So with that, Judd, uh, you've widened your lead a little bit more. You're back over three hundred, a three hundred four average. Declan at two eighty six. Listeners at two sixty one. I'm still flirting with the Mendoza line at 205 on the season. Judd also leads with six home runs. Declan and I each have five listeners with two home runs on the season. All-time stats. Declan leading with 369 nice. average. Judd leads with 282 hits. Listeners lead with 44 home runs. I lead in nothing at all whatsoever. All-time. Write that down as the uh, traditional write that down has not really been good to you. I don't know. I feel like I try to just take two biggest swings or I do things that are like, like I make wishful Timberwolves predictions, you know, I do. Yeah, I, I predict you. things that I want to happen rather than predict things that are probably going to happen. And yeah. I think that's, that's the difference. Probably true. So there's probably a life lesson to be, to be learned there. Let's get our guy, Mike in the room. He is our guest listener predictor. Well, uh, how are we doing? Great. We're doing pretty good, Mike. So you you and Declan are both St. Cloud Huskies. You guys have roamed around are. the hockey arena in your past. Yeah, we did. Skull Huskies. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so what is your background? You were kind of showing us you've got some some Minnesota sports tattoos. Uh, what's your background as a Minnesota sports yeah. fan, Mike? Tell us. Yeah. So born and raised in Minnesota sports. Uh, I don't know if my parents would have let me be anything other than that. Um, and I'm totally fine with that. I'm in for the, the heartbreak. Uh, yeah, like you said about my tattoos, uh, I don't know how well this will show up. Uh, there you go. North Stars tattoo. There you go. Uh, can't turn my wrist well. Uh, <laughs> Dave, my parents met at a North Stars game. Uh, Neil Broughton's first game against St. Louis Blues. Uh, left calf, I have the Twins TC logo. Uh, right calf, I have the SESU CST logo. And then Minnesota on my other one. Which What, what tattoo so, should we get Judd? What Minnesota sports tattoo? It would have to be North Stars if I was going to get one, right? There's no debate about that. I'm always particular to North Stars. We got North Stars cornhole boards, too, so 
Oh, kind God, of an addiction great. for our family. How about thank you, Racco, when the Twins win a World Series this year, right on his wrist, so he can just look down on it every day after questioning. There you go. Or, uh, how makes. about good question, KOC? Good yeah, question. I like that <laughs> one too. So were were your folks like when, when it, they met at Broughton's debut, sitting near each other at Met Center? Did they meet in the concourse? Like so, how did they meet? There was a bus that was rented out by a fraternity at St. Cloud State uh, Legacy, I guess. Uh, they both went. My mom was actually with somebody else, and then my dad just knew people in the frat, and he was walking by, saw a seat open, asked if it was taken, and I guess the rest is history. Wow. Look at that. So, love story. That's awesome. And like There's a week after sports, I got, man. yeah, after a week, or a week after I got the tattoo, I met uh, Neil Brown's daughter at the St. Cloud Sportsman Show. So, wow. small world. So if it's not Amazing. for the North Stars, you're not here. No, literally. Yeah. I've said that <laughs> See, before. Does not exist. See how they change my, lives? My. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then a year after I was born, they leave. So yeah, well, yeah. So are you? So are you like re- a resentful Wild fan, or like what's your relationship no, no. with the Wild? I'm I'm definitely a Wild fan because Judd's a resentful uh, Wild fan for sure. I mean, he was he grew up with the North Stars more yeah. than I did, so I mean, I think that's fair. Right. I know yeah. I have a buddy's dad that absolutely hates that the Wild use the uh, North Stars colors for the reverse retros. Really? But I can't get enough of it. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm not. I would never complain about that. It, it's the, look, the color scheme's great. The North mm-hmm. Stars, the North Stars logo and color scheme are unbelievable. So yeah, I'm not for mad sure. about that at all. I still think they should have tried to do North Stars again. I mean, if you can have the White Sox and the Red Sox in baseball. Yeah. You can have the stars and North Stars in hockey. Yeah, you, got, you have, have Reds, Red Sox. You've got White Sox. You've got yeah. From it's, from the start, it's, it's from the start, un- unless they can recoup a ton of revenue from it, and it remains the case to th- this day, the Wild has worked hard to distance themselves in many ways. So, like, they don't want to be it. known they, as the North Stars, but but when it comes to the reverse retros, those things sell like hotcakes. So you're not going to ignore the financial gain. Oh, definitely. I think they do a good job of honoring the past. So, yeah, yeah. I can respect that. Agreed. You guys ready to make some predictions here? Let's do it. Let's do fire it. this up Write here. This so we'll start with Mike. We're going to go around the room. Mike, Judd, Declan will make three trips around the room, three predictions from everybody. They just must be quantifiable in some way. Pretty much the only rule. So, Mike, you're the leadoff, man. What's your first prediction? So I know Declan, you're not the biggest fan of looking up NASCAR and F1 stats, but I got an easy F1 for okay. you. Um, Red Bull will win every GP or Grand Prix race that is raced this year. Uh, I say that because Imola is canceled, so the ones that are raced, Red Bull will win them all. Um, Max Verstappen just won his tenth in a row, which is a uh, F1 record. Only races he has lost so far were to his teammate. Uh, Sergio Perez so I think they have a stupid fast car and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon so I have a dumb question so you're saying this year so the season is happening now right so you're saying for like the rest of the season they will they will continue to win these GP races yeah yeah for the rest of the season and uh for the races that have already won because okay I guess so okay sounds good uh we'll track that one for you all right Judd I got a case of Buffs fever, boys. I got a case of Colorado <laughs> Buffalo fever, and the only cure is to write that down. Colorado will beat Nebraska by 14 or more points on Saturday. Oh, 
Dude, Nebraska is screwed. They are. Colorado's going to roll them. The talent on that team, <laughs> like I do. Do I think that they're going to be? Do I think the Buffs are going to be great all season? I don't know. But between the kid that plays both ways, Hunter, right, who plays both ways, plays yeah. uh, corner and wide receiver, and by the way, never leaves the field, and Dion's kid, a quarterback, looks like he is a hell of a player. 14 or more, Declan, the Buffs okay. roll the Huskers. I love it, man. They've they've gone from being maybe the worst Power 5 school to being ranked now like 22nd after one game. Just absolutely. And they, they turned over... Wasn't it like 70 players oh, yeah. or he, something? He like ran kids off. new players. He ran kids <laughs> off. But but you know what? In the 90s, especially at the beginning of the 90s, the Buffs were incredibly competitive. Like they they yeah. were contending for championships. So Cornell this is a Stewart, right? Yeah. So this is a return to glory days. Bill McCarthy, Bill McCartney, Bill McCartney, who started Promise Keepers, actually was the coach. Wow. Okay. A little history lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Colorado, Nebraska in the in the old Big Eight or whatever it was. Oh, right? this would have be... been a heavyweight matchup. Tom yes. Osborne. Oh yeah. Yep. All right, Declan. What's your first prediction? All right, I'm going to buy some Royce Lewis stock. Write this down. Royce Lewis will hit a go ahead homer in the sixth inning or later between now and next week's. Write that down. Okay. Okay. So a go ahead homer in the sixth inning or later between now and next week's. Write that down. I have a similar, like a similar in spirit Royce Lewis prediction, but it's it's for the playoffs. Okay. So write this down. In the Twins opening series, and I and I say that because it's probably a wild card series, but I don't know. Maybe they maybe they clear the five games that they're behind uh, the Mariners. I'll just say in the Twins first playoff series, Royce Lewis will hit a three run homer or a grand slam. In one of the games, he's not just a solo homer guy. He'll hit some solo home runs, but he, he's a put some ducks on the pond and I'll clear them around and you know put a crooked number on the board type of a home run hitter. I like, I like it. it. Yeah, that, that's good. Okay, all right, we're back over to uh, to Mike. Write here. this down. Okay, uh, next one is a I got a Wolves one for you guys. Uh, write that down. Uh, within two years of Mark Lowry and or A-Rod owning the team, uh, they will do another rebrand, uh, whether it's logo, jerseys, uh, colors. I think they're going to want to put their own spin on it, have their own touch. Uh, I'll say kind of before the start of their third full season, if that makes sense. But yeah. Could we even just put like, can we just put like, like a, so whenever the date is that they become majority owners, can we say either two years or three years beyond that date? You just, you just pick yeah. one of those. Okay. Yeah. Two is fine. Okay. So that, that gives you like that two works. and a half, probably two and a half years of, of clearance yeah. here. Write this down. Like the, the long-term uh, view on that prediction. Okay. Judd. Okay. So um, the Los Angeles angels are due to visit target field September 22nd through the 24th. And, and in fact, I think Phil, we're going to be there the 23rd. Uh, with our Courage Kenny um, uh, event on the party deck for the Twins. But write this Mm -hmm. down. Shohei Otani will no longer be playing this season when the Angels come here. Shohei Otani, he's continuing to play, which makes no sense because he needs Tommy John, and he's a pending free agent. And he's planning, by the way, on pitching again. So, like, the Angels are a hopeless cause right now. But yet... It's like they're trying to get him to continue to play because clearly it sells more tickets. But yeah. at some point in time, Otani's a- agent, who has not stepped in yet, really, 
needs to step in and say, no, my guy is going to have surgery because he's saying I'm still a two-way player. So by the time they get here, his season will be over. I think they've, my guess is they've probably decided because of the timing of the injury that he's out next, he's not pitching next year anyways, right? right? Whether he has surgery now or in a month, he's out for the the entire next season, and then he'll have like the four or five months in the offseason to rehab. So I don't know. Maybe he's even saying, I, can I just hit? But if he has, so if he has the Tommy John, can he, let's say he has it in a month from now, would he be able to DH in April? No, probably not. It, it's the same as uh, what Bryce Harper Bryce, had. Bryce Harper, yeah. And I think he came back in, did he come back in May? Yeah, it was he missed some the time. All, before the All-Star break, wasn't it? But, I mean, it makes no sense. The Angels are going nowhere. There's no purpose b- beyond trying to sell tickets in him playing anymore. The unfortunately for a us. Joke. Dude, like, you have didn't two... one of the... No, go oh, ahead. Didn't one of the Twins prospects a few years ago have a Tommy John? Sano uh, did. No, yeah, okay. And he missed that season. Yep. And then they moved him to... First... He was pretty much exclusively a first baseman after the Tommy John surgery, except yeah. for that one right field thing. I and can't remember if that was like down. But that's a whole other thing. Out of baseball, by the way. We are to the end yeah, of the baseball it's incredible. season, and he has not played baseball anywhere. Not Korea, I don't think, not Japan, anywhere. So, All right, uh, Declan, right? Declan? Yep. All right, write this down. Next prediction for me. Uh, the Twins will have at least one player on the AL Rookie of the Year ballot and two pitchers in the top 10 for AL Cy Young. Okay. Uh, when you say on the Rookie of the Year ballot, Get what votes? is that? Votes. He'll get like get a vote. Okay. Votes. I'm gonna actually double check here because I'm pretty sure they give ten spots for Cy Young, but I want to not get burned on uh on that. Basically, uh, the spirit of my prediction is that Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez are gonna show up on that ballot. Um, Just say top. You can say top ten if you want to be. But is I don't. That what you said? My, my point is, I don't know if there are ten spots in the Cy Young voting. I just realized, like that, when so they re- release the votes, correct. he's not sure that there. Uh, there was. I mean, there was, was five? two guys tied for ninth, one guy tied oh, okay. for fifth. Yeah. They'll get Cy Young votes. Okay. Okay. They'll get Cy Young yeah, votes. Yeah, I think it's fair. And that's that fair. Royce Lewis one's interesting because his numbers are insane. He's only projected, I think, to play in like 52 games. Yeah. So is that Would enough? He, is, he, is he going to maintain rookie status for next year? I don't know. Because isn't it like 60 games or something? Yeah, is there something a chance weird. he's a, no, Julian's, well, he'll blow by it. Julian's career games will blow by that, and I don't think he's just—he's not much of a household name to get on the ballot unless he has like a crazy end of September. Um, yeah. But I think I think one of those guys does get on between yeah. Julian and him. Okay. All right. Write this down. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Um, I'm going to predict. I have such. I'm drinking so much Twins Kool Aid right now. I just. I love the way they're set up. I love the way they're set up. I'm going to predict that Louis Varland. How do I quantify this? I like. I want to say Louis Varland is going to get like huge outs in the playoffs. So I'm going to say Louis Varland will collect three or more strikeouts in late and close games in the first round of the playoffs. So that means. Seventh inning or later, one run game or tied. I will say that's yeah. how I'm going to define it. I think he's going to be a potential bridge. They had him warming up, by the way, when that yeah. when Sunny when Sunny Gray was getting the, the Rocco treatment. 
So I don't want to see him a little bit. But I thought they might use fine. him in that twenty to six game the night before. Just see, like, let's run you out there and just see what it looks like. It feels, but they were going to bring him in in a freaking like tied game. Yeah. In the sixth inning with runners on base, well, so they must feel pretty, pretty good about it. Write it down. You mm-hmm. like writing things down. All right, Mike. What's your third and final prediction? Uh, so last one, uh, I'm going to make one about the show. Uh, none of you guys have to take headphones off, so don't worry. Uh, KOC will reference uh, the show in some way by name. He'll either write that down or uh, Mac and Judd, Purple Daily. He'll reference the show or a uh, segment of the show uh, by the end of the NFL season. So one of you three. <laughs> this is great. So before He's already I die, done the before, before, I, the before die. I die thing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's like loosely. Best. Yeah, I think I the before I die thing was like more of like fans who listen to the show are coming yeah. up to him in public. Still, but he does he does think, know him. He's a having, friend of the show. He's aware mm-hmm. of what happens on the show. So yeah, I think you guys having him on makes him a little bit more aware. Uh, maybe in a press conference when Judd asks him a question, he's say something like oh are you trying to get that a point for write that down or something oh that would be uh, that, that that would make him real hardcore so, if he did that <laughs> that's that's kind of what the thought of the pick is so all right yeah. you know it's funny I'll like something like judd you and i were at camp together a few different days and uh i would say in terms of like when we run into listeners the most common way that we get greeted aside from like hey phil hey judd is like someone will point and say write that down yep <laughs> Exactly. Yes. We're going to hold you accountable. Uh, Mike, all right. Well, great job with your predictions here. Since you've got this life-altering platform on the podcast, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that helped you get to this peak moment? Uh, Yeah. Both my parents, uh, obviously, without them, I wouldn't be here or the fan I am today. Uh, All my buddies for all of our debates and arguments over whether Kirk is paid too much or not. Uh, I'm on the bandwagon with you guys but that's a topic for another show. Uh, yeah. And you guys, of course, for having me on, uh, love the show. Listen every day. Uh, I'm, I used to be a Rube. Now I'm one of you guys. Wow. Dude. You're so, awesome. I'm reformed. Those who know, oh, appreciate know. it. Those who know, exactly. Know Mike's talking. Exactly. About. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey Mike, thank you for coming on. Thanks for the kind appreciate words. It, guys. Go North stars. Appreciate it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Skull Huskies. Just look at this studio filled with fabulous prizes. All waiting to be won on Score North's Pick Your Prize! Behind door number one is a smart clear alignment treatment and a trip for four to Wisconsin Dells from Park Dental. Door number two has a custom closet system from the Minneapolis Closet Factory. Ah. And behind door number three, $10,000 in groceries from Cub. Ah. No surprise zoinks. What you want, you pick. 14 prizes in all, each valued at $10,000. Sign up for Score North's Pick Your Prize. You can register daily through the Score North app or go to scorenorth.com keyword prize. Sweepstakes begins March 18th. Special thanks to our prize partners. Let's go. Yep. All right. See you, man. (laughs) Hilarious. Hey, before we get to the last few predictions and a random Minnesota athlete of the week here, let's shout out a couple of friends here, starting with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden, more than 20 metro locations, and it is tailgating season. Mm. Judd and I can confirm we were at a tailgate last weekend. Damn I right. didn't see a Weber grill, which is unfortunate for for uh, that tailgate. It's a great tailgate, but maybe we need to get him a, a brand new Weber grill for Babu. 
um, wings, steak, kebabs. This is exclusive footage of Declan's Weber Grill mm-hmm. with a couple glorious kebabs, mm-hmm. some shrimp on the barbie. If you go to scornearth.com and enter keyword Weber, you can find out more about how you can get a brand new Weber Grill and how you can be ready for tailgate season. Fradloni's Hardware and Garden, more than 20 metro locations. So uh, we don't feed Maya people food because we just, I don't know, at some point we'll probably cave, but it just it's going to open up a whole new yeah. world for her that we. So we give her Nutrisource, and she loves it. Nutrisource chicken and rice. It's the official pet store pet food of uh, of the show here, guys. And look at that, Stella and her friend, her friend who's at our house right now, Ryder. <laughs> they're both there, and you know what? They are both, of course, e- eating Nutrisource. And when they go out, they get the training rewards treats. And there's the Vinster. You know what the Vinster does? The Vinster. Get, the Vinster's got that look. Like, oh yeah, dude, get me my Nutrisource and do it right now. Yeah, he, you know, he helped Dad take out the trash in the recycling bins late oh, last night. Uh, you know, he like he likes to help. He always has to be involved. He's, he's very very much like his father. He gets a lot of FOMO if he's not included. Good for him. And uh, he gets rewarded with his Nutrisource treats. And uh, luckily, he's a very very good boy. I mean, come on, how can you not give that dog a treat? Oh, yeah. Who's a good boy? NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. All right, uh, final three predictions and then a random Minnesota athlete. Judd. All right, I um, am also on the Royce Lewis bandwagon, but I'm going to combine this with a hobby of mine so you can write this down. The Twins will have a Royce Lewis bobblehead promotion next season. The Twins oh. will have a Royce Lewis. I mean, they will give away. I mean, they will give away a Royce Lewis bobblehead next season. It's not a gimme. I mean, they could do they could do jerseys. I feel like yeah, they, and they don't Declan's necessarily kind of scoffing at. Yeah, you you're scoffing at one that I thought was really creative. Remember and I was sort when of proud they gave of? away the Colabello cowbell, and he had been sent down it. by the time <laughs> it happened. I've still got that. The Colabello cowbell. Yeah. Remember I, that? Yeah. That was incredible. Did they do a Trevor Plouffe one one time too? And he was like, they they did a Trevor Plouffe Star Wars Wars bobblehead, which I hate those. He was I don't collect those. Um, Yeah, but you know what? Because I think Lopez gets a bobblehead for sure. Say by the end of this, I thought they were going to do a special promotion, which I no, those take too much time. Okay, no, no, no. You you need months of preparation. But Phil's right. It could be a jersey. It could be like a bat of some sort. Like there's different there's different things that they target. When it comes to players. Okay. Yep. All right, Dex. Write this down. All right, write this down. Uh, Phil inspired me with a Louis Varlin prediction, so I'm going to write this down. Uh, Louis Varlin will throw triple digits on the radar gun in a relief appearance for the Twins by the end of the season. He already did in St. Paul. So. He apparently did in St. But I've heard that gun's a little wonky. It's a little hot. Yep. Whoa. I've heard that gun can be a little wonky. In, do we in, got some in insight from I've, I've, CHS I've, Field? I've, I've heard that Sometimes they, they do wonky. the. The Fort Myers gun for years was the same way in the stadium because they want to get people excited. Yeah. It's like a draw. Like, oh, this guy's throwing 100. It's like, no, he's throwing 89. It's actually Jamie Moyer. He's 70. <laughs> um, but fans get excited. But yeah, he'll touch he'll touch triple digits on the radar gun in a relief appearance for the Twins by the end of the season. Okay, okay. so by the end of the season. Okay. Write this down. All right, write this down. So Twins, um, I do have a prediction that the Twins are going to be eight games above 500 at some point. I made that a couple, like when they were under 500 right, or yeah. around 500. So if they win today, they will. I will get that one correct, but I'm oh, not going to stop there. Oh, I'm going to add to this. See, this okay. is, and yeah. this is where Mackey creates, this is where he's his own worst enemy at times. <laughs> this he, is a wishful thinking prediction. Over your skis me. again. Yeah. Let's hear it. 
the Twins will finish the regular season at least 10 games over 500. All right, so it's not it's not like a home run prediction. I'm just saying they're going to build on this. Every time they've gotten close to this point, they like lose five games in a row. That is not going to be the case. Well, they might lose five games in a row, but I'm saying their net output at the end of the year, they will finish at least 10 games okay. above 500. And we can stop fretting about a below 500 team maybe winning Break this, down. this division. So there you go. Those are the predictions. The accountability session only show in America that actually puts stats next to our predictions. And now it's time for Judd. I like this little like battle that you and Declan have going on with each other where uh, like Judd makes fun of Declan for not knowing old school players, whatever. So Judd is in charge of the clues on random yep. Minnesota athlete this week. I feel like I should I make have... this clear, though. If, if I could, I'm only surprised Declan doesn't know old school players because his knowledge since like 2000 is incredible. So like if he didn't know anything, I'd be like, well, you just sort of suck at this. But I don't know anyone. I don't think I have anyone that I know who's as knowledgeable about like baseball players from like 2000 or the late 90s on. So okay. that's so why. You, so I'm not mocking him because he sucks. I'm just surprised that there are some mainstream old school players he does not know because in some ways he is a huge recent historian of baseball. Right. So you're shocked that he knows Mike Leake's social security number, exactly. but has never heard of but right. has never heard of Mike Schmidt. Because I feel like it's becoming right? mean, like I think he doesn't know no, he knows a ton. That's okay. Okay, so I just, just, just to be clear here, I don't want it to be like I'm picking on him. Uh I'm only saying that yes, I've never seen a guy that knows like more Reds and Phillies from two thousand two. Mean you know, yeah, your your Kyle Loesch now, my Kyle Loesch knowledge that I just have banked. Dude, the back you're of my on head. you know it's not, it, not good enough for you. It's yeah. not good it's enough incredible. for you. He knows the block that Kyle Loesch lived in yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah, he stalked him. Yeah. Just because he doesn't know who half he Wilson stalked is. Him for you're a while. Get one of four pitchers to hey, beat all 30 teams in Major League history, I think. See? Hey, Kyle, hey Kyle, I'm right outside your door. Okay, random Minnesota athlete all time right. here. So I have a 9-5-3 to five to three lead over Declan with five. Judd with Judd got the 3-0 yeah, and and start and hasn't won week. in a long time. Can we not say every single week? Okay, I haven't won in a long time. I'm on a four-game winning streak, correctly guessing J.J. Barea, Steve Lombardozzi, Ramon Ortiz, and Casey Blake. And now it's Judd's turn to throw out clues. Losers out every week. Judd's going to throw out clues. New t- based on the controversy in Purple Daily, new rule starting this week. We need like a code word or something, like as a buzzer, to say, I'm buzzing in to guess. We get three incorrect guesses each, uh, and then we're eliminated if you hit three. So we just need a word, like a safe word. Instead of blurting out what? answers and tying, like last, right. you know, Purple Daily. Just, should we just go with, like, answer? Yeah, just, we just keep me, it answer, like if you want something quick. Or your, or your name, like Declan, Judd. Me, Bill? how about me? Me, 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 me or me, I, me, me or I. Me. I, I, me, 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 me. Okay. okay, I think both are fine. Yeah, okay. How okay. about Stahoviak? Stahoviak, Stahoviak. Minkiewicz. Thermos guard. All right, are we ready? I think so. This yes. is this is to keep it fair as possible. This is a twin. I feel like if I go oh. if I go wild, it gives Declan a huge advantage. If I go Timberwolves, it probably gives Phil an advantage. So it's, okay. it's fun to do twins. It, it's fun to do twins. This is a former twin. All right, clue number one. This former twin hails from Grand Rapids, Michigan. This former twin played college baseball in the Big Ten. He was named Big Ten Conference Baseball Player of the Year. And Me. Yep. Tyler J. Nope. Uh, 
Pleasure, self. Pleasure. Thank you, self. The aggressiveness. So he was the the rest of that clue. Just so you have it, was he was named Big Ten Conference Baseball Player of the Year and was an All American. That being said, I think Tyler J. Played in the Big Ten and had both those Illinois. Um, but I don't think do, we don't use guys because he didn't play. He didn't play for the Twins, right? Uh, I think he, I. He think, never played in the Big. No, I thought he got called up. Maybe he didn't. Okay. I don't know, man. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yep. Back on track. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clue number four. <laughs> this former Twin played for three big league teams, and here is the time period. So it might help you. It might not. From 1993 to 1999. I knew you were going old school because you called your shot last week out of spite that you wanted to go old school. This isn't totally old school. I'm not going 80s. I'm not going Lombardosi. Declan Declan was born in like 1993, so. But he still have a chance at this one. This is great. Advantage, Phil. (laughs) This former twin was a first-round pick in 1991, not by the twins. Me. Uh, Phil's got it. Alex Cole. No. Dang it. Did Alex Cole play in the Big Ten? I don't know. I don't think he did. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your 90s Big Ten knowledge didn't come through. Or your late 80s, early 90s Big Ten college. Shane Gunderson. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys are, yeah, Jay Kwasneka. You guys are um, through five clues. Clue number six, and you both have one strike. The team that drafted him was the Oakland A's. And in 1993, in his rookie season, which, by the way, was his best statistical year, he finished sixth in Rookie of the Year voting. What what season was that? 93. So he played in the big leagues from 93 to 99. Me. Yep. Brent Gates. You got it. Let's go right now. Come on. Come on now. Former golfer, Brent Gates. Brent Gates. Hell of a player. I remember I watching Brent clues. Gates as a kid at Siebert Field. I My did. dad would take me to games in the oh, 90s. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I went go, to games. Like, talk to the players and stuff. Brent Gates right. and Danny Wilson, if you recall Danny Wilson, Danny Nagel. They Danny Nagel. Really good players. Brian Robbie. Yep. Went 0 time. for 3 in the David Wells perfect game. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, he was like hitting... I don't know, probably third in that lineup that day. That was a that was a getaway day lineup on a bad team. Yep. And uh, David Wells took full advantage, fully hung over. Yep, I do think so. I think Gator was at second base that day, and I think uh, Patty Muse was at shortstop. This will shock you, but uh, apparently David Wells just hates all the new baseball rules. Pitch clock. Oh, yeah. all oh the, no uh, way. All the things. Yeah, it's, no. It's no way. I'm... Although, Utterly shocked. Although David Wells can't hate stuff more than um, more than Goose Gossage, the closer on the World Series Yankees teams in the seventies. Back in my day, that yeah, he is. Back in my day, he hates everything about baseball now. Yeah, it's like calm down, Goose. All right, boys, we got to run here. That's a that's a wrap on random Minnesota athlete. Write that down. Predictions. We got Purple Daily buzzing here this week leading up to week one. Vikings, Twins are about to clinch the division here any hour. I don't know. Magic number is like 17 minus five games for all I know. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us here. And uh, we'll see you uh, you tomorrow for some scoops with Dewey.